0: In this episode, we're going to look at how to implement port security. I'll show you how to do it, and we'll talk about the concepts along the way. We'll configure and verify port security on a switch. Port security allows us to restrict, restrict a port's ingress traffic by limiting the MAC addresses that are allowed to send traffic into the port. We'll be discussing configuring port security and verifying that port security. Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Techify Nation, and if you're new here, welcome. This episode is part of my series on configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at KevTechify, let's get this adventure started. Implement port security. I have a packet tracer lab opened up here. On the left side, we have our work area, our configurations, our topologies. On the right side, I have our instructions. On the very bottom right, I have the packet tracer instructions, the packet tracer activity window that opens up when you open up packet tracer. On the upper right, what I'm gonna use is the Word document of those instructions. There's some questions we have to answer at the end. Having the Word document up allows me to type my answers in and save that document. We have our addressing table. We got a Switch PC, PC, and a Rogue laptop. We have our addressing information, VLANs there. Objectives, we're gonna set up port security and then verify it works. Step one, configure port security. Step 1A, access the command line on S1 and enable port security on the fast ethernet ports, 01 and 02. I'm gonna go ahead and click on S1. Slide it over. I make the window a little bit bigger, going right to left, click on my CLI. And we can quickly log in. There's no password set up because we're not concerned about passwords. We're concerned about setting up the port security. No passwords, I go ahead and type enable, get into privilege exec mode. Now global configuration mode by typing config T. We are looking for Ethernet, fast ethernet ports zero and one. We can use the range command, interface range And then F0 slash one is the first one. After we do the F0 slash one, you put a space, a dash, a space. That's important. If it's not there, it'll give you an error. And then you put your last port number. Our last port number is two. You can tell we are doing a range of interfaces. Our prompt has changed right here. It says config dash interface dash range. Now we can go ahead and turn on uh, port security globally. It's part of the switch port processes. So switch port space and then port That's spelled port correctly port dash security And Once again, with the Cisco operating system, no news is good news. If I would have typed something in wrong, spelled something wrong, Cisco would have gave me a message saying, you did something wrong, but I didn't get any message from them. I'm assuming the command is right. No news is good news. Set the maximum so that only one device can access fast ethernet ports 0102. So we need to set the port security maximum to one. Once again, we are in dealing with the switch port settings, specifically looking at port security. So it's switch port port security. And then we wanna set a maximum of one. So only one MAC address can attach. Secure the port so that all that MAC addresses of the device is dynamically learned and added to the configuration. This is where we are looking at Mac address sticky. We're going to learn those Mac addresses dynamically and then sticky will write it into the configuration. Switch port. I spell switchboard correctly. Port dash security. Now this is where we're going to say Mac address because we wanted to dynamically learn those addresses. And then we're going to put the option of sticky on the end. Because we want it to write into the configuration. So if we have to reload the device, it's in that configuration. Then we want to set the violation mode on ports 1 and 2. Not disabled when a violation occurs, but notification of the violation is generated and packets from the unknown source are dropped. That is the restricted violation we're looking at. Once again, we are dealing with switch port settings, specifically the port-security. And then we are looking at the violation. And I'm just gonna put a space question mark in there. And then these are our three choices: per- protect, restrict, and shut down. Shutdown stops everything. The restrict does what we wanted to do. Packets from the unknown source are dropped it notifies of a security violation, but it doesn't disable the port. That's what we want is restricted. And so at the end of our command here, we put in restrict, restrict. And then we want to disable all remaining ports using the range command to do this. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna scroll to our addressing tape, nope. What we're gonna do here is look at our device. Our device, I'm gonna minimize this, is a switch. If we go and look at our switch, we can mouse over. I'm gonna click in this window to make sure this window is activated. Mouse over this port, it's fast ethernet 02. We're gonna mouse over this one, fast ethernet 0102. This is a 24 port switch with two gigabits. So we can use a range command to configure that. Now, currently, we're in the range of Fast Ethernet 1 to 2. We want everything else except that. What I'm going to do is just enter in the command. I could type exit here and then enter in the interface command, or I could just type it right now. So interface space range, and then we're going from Fast Ethernet 0 slash 3. That's the first unused port all the way up to 24. And then you can also specify non-contiguous ports. So I can go ahead and put our gigabit ports right in there comma, and then I put a space, G0 slash one, and then the space dash space, space dash space is important again, and then two. That is our range. And now we want to disable those ports. We want to shut them down. All we have to do is enter in the command shut down, and it disables all that. We can see we did get system updates saying that all the way from fast ethernet 03 all the way down to gig 02. we administratively shut those down we have secured those now even if somebody comes up plugs in a port that's connected to a device though no data will go through there because you shut those down i hope you're liking this episode on practical configuration examples leave a comment on what you think about these configuration examples if you still have a question or comment please let me know below you can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. Now we're gonna verify our port security. I'm gonna go ahead and minimize this. Now from PC1, ping PC2. I'm gonna click on PC1, click on the desktop tab, and then I'm gonna open up the command prompt application. This is where we're going to type in ping and then the IP address of PC2, if I come up here and look at our table, IP address of PC2 is 10.10.10.11. I'm gonna go ahead and type that in, 10.10.10.11. And we're it, we sent out four echo requests, got in four echo replies. Our connectivity is good. Verify port security is enabled and MAC addresses of PC1 and PC2 were added to the running configuration. Once again, we go back to our switch hit enter. We are in a range of interfaces configuration mode. I'm going to go ahead and type exit once. Gets us in the global configuration. Type us exit a second time. Takes us to privilege exec mode. From here, we can do a show run. Now, we can do a show run, hit enter, and see everything or we can just bring back every line that begins with the word interface because that's what we want to look at. And so after I type show run, I put a space in there and then I put the pipe sign. The pipe sign is that vertical line. That's the key above enter when you hold shift. And so I got show space, run space, pipe sign. I put another space in there and then we want to begin with interface. So anything that begins with interface is going to be shown. We are looking for our interfaces. Here's fast ethernet 01. We can see that we set it up as an access port. We turned on port security. We did the MAC address sticky violation mode of restricted. And then here is our command where port sticky actually put that MAC address in here. It gives us the MAC address at the end of a switch port port security MAC Address sticky line that tells us that this MAC address was learned through sticky, and the sticky is what wrote that in here. You didn't manually type that in, sticky put this MAC address in here. And then we have our on fast Ethernet 2, where we have the second PC connected up. Right here is the line that says what the MAC address is that we learned that was connected to it, and it was written in our settings. Use port security show commands to display the configuration information. You do show, show port security. I'm going to hit Control C to stop this show command. All I do is hit Control C. I hit Enter a couple of times to give me some clean working area. And once again, our command here is show space port. Whoops, dash security. And here's our settings. It gives us a couple of columns. It says for fast ethernet 01. What the maximum amount of IP or MAC addresses is, is one. That's what we set it. Currently there's only one MAC address in there. Did we have any security violations? We had zero security violations, but if we had a violation, it would go and use restrict mode. Next command we're supposed to use is show port security address. Hit enter a couple times, give me a clean work area. Show port dash security address. This table now shows us some information about what's happening. This is the MAC address it learned. We learned it through secure sticky. We're using secure sticky on the port and it's connected to the fast ethernet zero one port. And this dash actually goes with the remaining age. We don't have any aging set up on our port security. So it just shows as a dash. Once again, it shows us the MAC address, how we have that security set up. We're doing sticky MAC addressing learning and it is on the physical port of fast ethernet zero. The maximum addresses limited the system can handle is 1,024 for this device. Down to step 2D. Attach Rogue laptop to any unused port and notice that the link lights are red. I'm going to slide this over so we can see this. Actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit enter a couple times to give us a clean work area. Now I'm going to go ahead and attach the rogue laptop to the switch. What we're going to do is use our connection menus down here on the bottom left. There is the connection button. It's the orange lightning bolt. Go ahead and click on that. And then over here, I'm going to use the copper straight through. That'll allow me to connect up that network cable from the laptop to the switch. Go ahead and click on that. Your icon in the work area changes to the end of a network cable. It's an RJ45 on the upper left corner with a cable wiggling out of it. I'm gonna go ahead and click on the rogue laptop, click on the only ethernet port available, fast ethernet zero. And then I'm gonna, as you can see, it's signifying it is connected to the laptop. Now I'm gonna come up here, click on switch one and connect it to any one of these ports. I'm just gonna pick out port 10. Notice immediately it went down. It went down right away now why is that it's not going up it's not going through a learning state listening state it's not going to an active state that port it's down why is that because we shut them down we shut those ports down enable a port and verify a rogue laptop can ping PC1 and PC2 now, I added it in on port F010. I need to go and activate that port Do no shutdown on it. So my configurations here, I'm on switch one right now, get into global configuration mode, config T, then get into the interface of fast ethernet 010. So interface F0 slash 10 right here is where I activate it. Activate it by doing a no space shutdown command. see, we got the message on our switch, switch one screen, change state to up and up, that looks good. And if we look at our topology, we now have green triangles pointing up. It happened right away. We have port fast set and we didn't have to wait 15 seconds for the listening mode, 15 seconds for the learning mode to finally get into active mode. It goes straight into the active mode. After verification, oh, we are going to uh, ping PC1 and PC2. I'm going to minimize our Switch1 window, click on our rogue laptop, slide that over, click on the desktop tab, and click on our command prompt. Scroll up to our addressing table to get the IP addresses. Here's PC1's IP address. So ping 10.10.10.10. Ping pc1 works now let's go ahead and ping pc2 so ping ping.10.10.10.11 dot 10 dot 10 dot 10 dot and that is working just fine we're able to get our pings through there so we enabled the port now step 2f disconnect pc2 and connect rogue laptop to the fast ethernet 2 which is the port to which PC1 was originally connected. Verify the rogue laptop is unable to ping PC1. Okay, I'm gonna minimize our rogue laptop window. Disconnect PC2. What we have to do is remove this connection. First thing I'm gonna do is just click in the white area here to make sure this window is activated and nothing else is selected. Then I'm gonna come up here to the delete tool. And I have to delete two connections. First connection, I'm gonna go ahead and click on that. And notice how my icon has changed to an X. First connection I'm gonna delete is PC2. I go ahead and delete that. And now I'm gonna have to reconnect PC1. So I actually don't have to delete it, I just have to move it over. I'm gonna come back up here and choose my select tool. In the upper left, that's the dotted triangle here with the arrow pointing in it. So when my cursor comes back, it's there. I'm gonna grab that green triangle. I grab that green triangle and now it's going to basically, essentially I'm pulling it out of the switch. Now I'm going to come back up here, click on switch one again, and, I'm, and I connect it back into the port where PC2 was. I'm going to go ahead and click on fast ethernet two, connects it in. Port fast is on. So we went and in right into the active mode. And now, and, oops, oh, sorry. Verify rogue laptop is unable to ping PC1. I'm gonna open up the window for my rogue laptop. Ping PC1, come up here, PC1's IP address is all 10s. And so we have ping 10.10.10, oops, 10.10. So we got four 10s in there. And now it's taking a while. First one timed out. Sometimes that means it's doing an ARP lookup. Maybe it is, maybe it's not, but we get a second one. And the chances of it actually working is growing less and less. Third one there. And most likely the fourth one should fail. And it and it should fail because we had that port security set up on it. to step 2F. Display the port security violations for the port to which Rogue Laptop is connected. I'm going to go ahead and minimize the Rogue Laptop window. Open up Switch 1. Hit enter a couple times to get me to a clear work area. We are in an interface configuration mode. So I'm going to go ahead and type exit once. Gets us in the global configuration mode. Type exit twice. Gets us into privilege exec mode. From here we can do the command show port security, and then what interface are we looking at? So show port security interface F02. Show space port dash security space interface F0 slash two. And what we can see here is our settings. So we have port security. Is enabled. We have security, it's up. Our violation mode is restricted. There's no aging set. But maximum address is one, total MAC addresses is one, sticky MAC addresses is one, last source address is listed here, and then we have our security violation count. There are five security violations. There are four from our echo request, and there's a fifth one in there. Probably when we first did the initial configuration, the switch tried to do some sort of ARP lookup. I'm guessing these are the, those are the five violations. You should have at least four. You may have five or six. You may have more than four. And this is showing that we do have the security violations. And once again, we are restricted. We Because we're not disabled, because we're restricted, that connection will stay up. How many violations have occurred? Looking at this, like we said, security violations, I have five on mine. I have five. You might have four because it only did four ECHO requests. I'm not sure what my fifth one is, probably some sort of ARP lookup. So you should have somewhere four, five, maybe six or seven. You should have in that ballpark. Disconnect rogue laptop and reconnect PC2. Verify PC2 can ping PC1. I'm gonna go ahead and minimize the S1 window. I'm gonna go ahead and remove this connection. So I'm going to click on the delete tool up here in the upper left. That's the black box pointing the left with an X in it. Oh, cancel. Because this was selected and I hit the delete tool, it's thinking I want to delete S1. I don't want to do that. So I'm going to click cancel. What I'm going to do is click in the white area, make sure this window is activated and nothing else is selected. Come up here, click that delete tool. In the upper left corner, my icon changes to a black X. I'm going to click the rogue laptop connection And once again, notice it's connected to F02 where PC2 should be. I'm going to go back here, choose the select tool in the upper left corner. That's the rectangle with dashes around it. Down here from our connection menu or connection button on the bottom left, I choose the copper straight through. Click on that. Notice our icon changes to the end of a network cable. Click on PC1 connected to the fast ethernet showing us we're connected there. Now we have to connect it in somewhere else. Click on switch one and connect it back up to the port where it's supposed to be, Fast Ethernet 2. I connected it up, verify PC2, can ping PC1. Click on my desktop setting or desktop tab. Click on the command prompt application and type in ping. And the IP address, once again, was four tens for PC1. So 10.10.10.10. And it works again, because it learned that IP address, it had a maximum of one. When we plugged the rogue laptop back into fast ethernet two, it did not allow that to go through. Why is PC2 able to ping PC1, but the rogue laptop was not? It has to do with our port security. So the port security that was enabled, on the port only allowed the device whose MAC address was learned first, access to the port, while preventing all other devices access. And that was Packet Tracer Lab 11.1.10 Implement Port Security. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There, you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. These episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.